Welcome to part two of the Setting Goals in Life series. This series is for the mom who is tired of trying goal system after goal system just to fail by February every single time. In part one, we went through why these highly popular systems just don't work for moms, usually because they don't have kids in mind. So in this show, we are going to get into some very practical steps of goal planning for moms so you can plan your goals in life and crush them like a mom boss. Hey moms, welcome to another episode of the Life Unboxed blog show, where we talk about all things entrepreneur. From raising your kids to running a business, and the most important one, keeping your sanity. I'm Jody the Mom from lifeunbox.blog, and I would really appreciate it if you could like the video, hit that subscribe button. It just really helps to uh, support what I'm doing, and it doesn't cost you a thing. So, bonus. <laughs> and be sure to share the podcast and episode with your friends. For more great entrepreneur content, check out lifeunbox.blog. So let's get into our topic for today. And I'm really excited about this series because I think moms need an alternative to setting goals and crushing them. You don't need to come up with smart or smarter goals. It is estimated that 92% of people don't achieve their goals. And I can guarantee that a lot of these people are using the SMART system, right? Because that's the most popular one we see out there. So let's try to do it differently. Let's start with some very practical tips so you, mom, can accomplish your goals in life. So before we actually start talking about goals, we need to determine the difference between what a goal is and what a habit is. And this is such an an important step. Do you want to run a 5K? That's a goal. Or do you want to get in shape and be healthy? That is a habit. These are two very different outcomes. So it is important to understand what you actually want to accomplish. So let's define them. First, goals. So a goal is something with a set end time. It is very specific and can be measured by specific accomplishments or milestones. Goals have a specific conclusion. On the other hand, a habit is a behavior that once acquired, it becomes almost involuntary. Habits continue beyond a set time frame. So the goal of a habit, if we can say that, <laughs> is um, to make it part of your life, to make it a part of your behavior. So really, you want to make a habit a part of you. A goal, on the other hand, once you're done with it, check that off your to-do list and you move on to the next thing. So many times you may put habits on your list of New Year's resolutions and list them as goals. But once you accomplish it, you move on. In reality, though, you actually want this resolution to be a new habit that you form, not just a goal that you accomplish and move on. So it is important to know whether you're setting a goal or you want to create a habit. Typically, 
every January, my sister and I get excited to start working out because we want to get in shape for the St. Patrick's Day 5K. So three months from January, we're going to be running the 5K. We we decide to start running January 2nd. The new running shoes are bought and we get moving. And usually we always say after the 5K, we're going to do the 10K in July and then maybe we'll do the half marathon. We are pumped and determined. The 5K rolls around. We get our green t-shirts, on, <laughs> t-shirts and of course our lucky headbands and run it. You know what happens without fail. Every single year, we stop running. Our lives get busy and the ter- determination to run the 10K and maybe the half marathon or yeah, the half marathon is put on the back burner. Let's be honest, we're homeschooling moms and there are a lot of things that are more important than running the race. That is just life. We accomplished our goal of running the 5K. We check it off the to-do list and we move on. But the reality is I want to get in shape and be healthy as a habit. I want this to be a lifestyle change, not just a first three months of the year change. So that is my personal example of why it is important to really uh, differentiate between goals and habits. Because I don't want to just, you know, uh, get healthy enough to run the race uh, those first three months and then stop. So I need to come up with a better way to maintain that workout schedule as a habit. So now that we know the difference between goals and habits, it's time to start thinking through some of your goals. Goals in life are important. They help you stay focused and give direction, but we need a better system that works for moms. So here is my unscientific, but mom tested system for accomplishing goals. Step one. So I'm going to give you five steps. So you know how many steps, um, that there will be. And if you need a place to write them down, and we're going to talk a lot about notebooks, here's one for you. I will leave it in the description below, but you can get your mom boss ridiculously good ideas, notebooks from Amazon. All right. So the first thing you want to do is you want to do a brain dump. So ask yourself these questions. What do I want to accomplish this year? Are there things I need to learn for business and personal? Is there something I need to focus on with my kids? Write all of these down. Just write them down in a notebook or journal. They don't need to be neat or pretty. Just get them out of your head and onto paper. Step two, theme. Instead of asking whether my goals are measurable, specific, achievable, etc., I ask, what do I want to accomplish and what should I focus on? Those are the questions that I ask myself. For example, do you want to focus on becoming a better writer? Or do you want to launch your blog or business website? And you know I have tons of resources for you. If that is what you want to do, I will leave links below then these become your goals for the year or your theme. And every business book you read or class you take needs to have this focus. 
So if you're going to become a better writer or you want to focus on your uh, website, then what you do to improve in those areas as far as reading and classes need to have this focus. So think of it as your theme for the year. Like I said, this will help to focus your time and attention. And yes, you are allowed to tweak it along the way. Step three, to-do list. Regardless of the system you use to accomplish your goals in life, you need to make a to-do list. Now that you have your focus and theme, write down, write down the specific things you need to do. So do another brain dump and list everything that is involved in accomplishing your goals. What do you need to do to build your website? Where do you need to start and what comes next? Create categories. So for example, books, classes, business, kids, or blog. Under your books category, list 10 books you want to read. This is about one book per month with two months to fudge with. And you need to leave some fudge room in your on your to-do list and in your calendar. So usually my book list consists of books that I only plan to sit down and read. The rest of the books I read for the year will be audiobooks. And I do highly, highly, highly recommend getting an Audible subscription or at least download Overdrive um, on your phone or Kindle or tablet, wherever you like to listen to audiobooks. And that will let you check books out from the library. So free is always a bonus. Free is always a bonus. So I usually don't create a list for my audiobooks because I get through them really fast and I also want to leave space for book recommendations. So usually if you're reading nonfiction, they always reference other books. So sometimes I will add those to my list throughout the year as well. So audiobooks, I don't bother to add to my list because I know I'll get through them. If you want to focus on building your business website, then the first thing you need to do is watch what to do before you start creating a website to make it easier and how to create a website for beginners. These would fall under your class category. And of course, you would also you know, make to-do lists for all of your other categories that you have listed. So kids, um, you know, one year, because um, a couple of my kids needed to get speech therapy. So, um, you know, my goal for one for one year was to get them talking. So that was the goal and we accomplished it, but that was a, that was going to be my focus for that year uh, was to get him talking. And of course that doesn't need to be a habit because once it's accomplished, he won't be quiet now. So we're good to go on that one. Step four on our list is to keep it real. So I'm not a fan of making statements like I want to make 5,000 a month by this month or write a book by this time next year, because these are usually not realistic, especially for moms. They set you up for failure. And if you don't accomplish them, the more than likely you won't come back to them. But neither do I like the idea of setting milestones throughout the year or setting a deadline and creating milestone dates for that deadline. It just doesn't work with how crazy life can get. Instead, this needs to be your mantra. Slow and steady wins the race. Make 
progress and improvement a little every day and you will reach your goal. It might not be at a set deadline or it may be even at an earlier deadline. But the important thing is, the important thing to do is to work on your goals a little every day and you will make progress. Urgent care visits can't be planned and sometimes they hijack more than just one day, right? And if your focus is to make steady progress on your list of goals and um, your to-do list, then when things pop up, you can still handle them without feeling pressured to make a milestone date. So give yourself flexibility to be able to tweak your goals and adjust for life's realities. Number five, our final step, limit your goals. You need a life that does not revolve around your business. (sighs) I know, it's a hard one. If you're a homeschooling mom, then you have kids who need your time and attention and you need to be available to them. Okay, it is okay to tell them they need to wait to tell you the same thing for the fifth time that day. That is totally cool. And sometimes you just need to give your kids boundaries of, nope, I need to work on this right now. Uh, Well, we can talk. We can, you know, talk in a little bit. We need to wait. That's okay. You can do those things and it's okay. But when you hit those moments of as the playground turns, So that is my made-up name for playground drama, and I really think it has potential. But if you're in an episode of As the Playground Turns, then you need to sit and listen to them and help them work through some interpersonal relationships. Don't let your goals consume every aspect of your life. Try not to put so much focus and energy on one single aspect of your life. Look at your whole life. You are more than just your business. Now that we've established what goals are and how to plan them, part three is going to cover the process that really helps you to accomplish your goals. So let me know what helps you to crush your goals. I am so glad you joined me today. Be sure to stay tuned for parts three and four coming up. Or if they're already posted, go check them out. Links in the description below. If you want to help spread the word, be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Remember to check out the Life Unbox store for all of your mom boss merch. You can support the show with coffee, my favorite thing. Visit Kofi, K-O-F-I.com forward slash lifeunbox.blog to buy me a cup of joe because I like it. For more great entrepreneur content, follow Life Unbox on social media or check out lifeunbox.blog. Be sure to share the podcast and video with your friends and I will see you in part three. I hope you're as excited as I am about it.